Podcast Map Season 2, Episode 6, How to Choose Podcast Category. A lot of people don't even know there is such a thing as a category or that it is important. My name is Graham Brown. Now, when I look at podcasts and people ask me to analyze their podcasts, I do teardowns just for the, you know, just to advise people to understand what they can do to improve their podcast. It's like a tune up, if you like. Uh, increasingly, people are finding that they are stuck or they're not growing their audiences. This is basic supply and demand now. You, you can't rely on the the strategies that worked pre-COVID. It's all changed. The algorithms have changed. Category is an important part of discovery. But therefore, when I do these teardowns and I advise people on how to grow organic traffic, the first thing I look at is their category. What category are you in? And you can do this easy enough. Go to Apple or Spotify. Apple's easier to find. And look at the category that you're in. It will tell you. And if you're in business, you'll also be in a subcategory. The way these categories are organized is different on different platforms. Uh, Spotify and Apple have their own categorizations unique to the platform. And there is some mapping, yet not always. So this actually comes from your hosting platform. On your hosting platform, not your the podcast distribution platform, the hosting platform, i.e. where the podcast is actually served from. So that could be Libsyn, it could be Transistor, it could be Anchor, it could be SoundCloud, etc. These are hosting platforms, not distribution platforms, even though some of them, like SoundCloud, have distribution. But for argument's sake, think about the distribution platform, Spotify and Apple, and the hosting platform as where the actual raw file is kept and where you write your descriptions and so on. Now, on that tool, you'll be given an option to choose, choose categories for each show that you have. And it may offer you an option to choose categories for Apple, and it may offer you an option to choose categories for Spotify, or it may give you multiple options or just one, depending on your hosting platform. There's no standard, and it's a little bit of hit and miss. My experience, for example, with SoundCloud is that SoundCloud was designed primarily with music in mind, and therefore it's category mapping for podcast hosting. It's not... Um, conducive to getting the right category, especially on Apple. It might put you, for example, in business, which is the macro meta category, the parent category, whereas you want to be in entrepreneurship, for example, which is a subcategory. The way categories are organized, I'll talk about Apple because this is a, you know, every platform is different. On the distribution platforms, they come as parent categories and subcategories. So if you take the parent category like business, under that there'll be nonprofit, government, technology, marketing, management, etc. They'll all fit under that category. And then for example, you'll have other categories like true crime or you know entertainment, comedy, journals. These are different parent category groups entirely. But if we just look at that business category, which is what I focus on, then 
One of the mistakes that people make is that they only choose business. Now, if you were to go into business alone, that's the meta category. So effectively, you think about business really is the top selections from all the other categories. That's like the Champions League of all podcasts. And you're sort of going in there as a new guy or a new podcast and hoping to rank. You don't stand a chance. If we look, for example, I'll just draw up the data from Podcast Maps, our analytics tool, that even if I was to scroll down to, uh, you know, the top 100 in business, for example, um, that's an extremely competitive marketplace. You know, the startup podcast by Gimlet is in at number 83, right? Um, that tells you what kind of uh, numbers you need. Secret Source by Wondery. Wondery is at 73. Um, Diary of a CEO, which is really popular, 71. Motley Fool is 69. These are big, big shows, right? And therefore, to even get into the top 100 of businesses is hard graft. Your best bet is choosing a subcategory and working there, just as you would, if, for example, you were uh, ranking on Amazon, you would go into a subcategory, a niche, and you would get into the top 10 of that category. There's a balance to play here. One is the fit of the category. And secondly, the offset of that is the being in the top 10. It's like an exponential curve. So the top 10 gets significantly more organic traffic than the next 90 in rankings. And therefore you have to kind of balance it because if you're not fitting that category, if you're in careers and actually you're a history podcast, then yeah, you might rank, but can you be consistently ranking that? You might get a lot of attention by suddenly showing up in the top 10 but that audience over time will write itself and you'll be pushed down because you, you know, you may be showing up on the people also listen to Stripe on the app, but over time people will become inured to that and they'll ignore you. So you have to find the right balance. And as is the case, as I look at client podcasts, they often are relevant to a multiple categories. So business aside, because if you put yourself in careers or you put yourself in education, entrepreneurship, et cetera, et cetera, you automatically by default get put into business in Apple. So there's no value in choosing business alone. I see, for example, people with podcasts that choose the most obvious category. An example of that is technology. Technology is one of the most competitive categories on Apple alone. The number one podcast on Apple in technology is actually by Apple. So it gives you an idea of the quality and the level of competition there. You're looking at, for example, just in the top 100, um, very well-established names not just Apple, but BBC World Service, their tech show, Recode, another one in their Facebook, all in the top 100. 
Th- those are just in the, the bottom 50 of the top 100, right? So my point is, then the sheer competition of numbers, if you look at the data, just by comparison, um, so we looked across the board at podcast shows. We found 16,000 podcast shows, for example, in education globally. It, that ranked in the top 200 at one point in the last year. So take that education data point. Now, you could be in that category. You could also be in technology, which is actually less. But if you're in education, you could also be in nonprofit, maybe. And this is interesting. If I was to look at the data on education from podcast maps, I'm looking down. This is the obvious choice. I'm seeing, for example, English as a second language. The ESL podcast is number three. It's doing really well. It's probably getting a lot of traffic for education. But if I was to go down and look, for example, Robin Sharma, obviously the author down there at number 100 in education, just sort of in the top 100, Learn Portuguese 101. And then you've got a lot of unknowns with all due respect to them. I don't know these people. They're not sort of A-list celebs and very much localized different languages. Uh, You know, like in Spanish, Russian even, in the top 100. Now, my point is that many of these can equally be in nonprofit. And whilst the fit may not be 100%, the payoff is that nonprofit is less competitive, significantly less competitive than education. There are 2,600 podcasts as compared to 16,000 in education and the top 200 over the last year globally. What does that mean? It means that you're significantly more likely to rank in that category than in education. So choosing your category is a payoff between choosing the best. Often it isn't the best. It's often the easiest, the most obvious fit compared to the most effective fit, which is the one that can deliver you the most traffic. And here's the great thing about category. You can change it. You can change your podcast category on your platform, your hosting platform, and that will reflect in the RSS feed over time. Now, I don't have a lot of experience doing this, but I know that if you change your hosting platform on some hosting platforms, that will also update Facebook and Spotify, but not always the case. So the point is, is that do it if it's a significant move. Don't do it every week to split test your category. But if you find yourself in the wrong category, like you may be now, and you think, wow, I could be in a much easier and more optimal category for my content, then go ahead and do it. And in some cases, that can update within 48 hours. And you see a fit. And that will impact your audience numbers. And ultimately, the game for category choice is finding aligned traffic. Because your success as a podcast host is less going to be about your guests. And I'll talk about that in episode five. Why the guest model is broken, meaning that relying on guests to promote 
and advertise and share your podcast is becoming less and less effective. And you want to know why and what the alternative is, go to episode five of this series and listen to the answer to how to increase your podcast audience. A big part of that on store, which is what we're talking about with category choice, is aligned listeners. Because there are two ways I'm going to discover you on store. One is I'm going to search for you. I may search for the title of the podcast, not always effective. Most people search for keywords. For example, they may search SEO. They may search garden furniture. They may search Asia tech podcast. They may search artificial intelligence. Some are podcast names. Some are subject areas. If I search for that and you come up, I'm going to subscribe. If the content's good, I'll listen to everything. That's a highly aligned listener compared to what I talk about in episodes four and five flyby listeners, which can actually damage your audience. Because if you want to show Spotify an algorithm that you can not only get listeners, but retain them, then they're going to send you more of their trusted listeners, right? They're not going to send you funnel millions of listeners if you're just going to let them all go straight through the podcast and out the other side. What a waste. They don't have unlimited real estate to make recommendations. So they're going to recommend the stuff that retains content and listeners. So the first way I'm going to discover you is search. The second way I'm going to discover you is on-store recommendation. That can be through clicking the category and looking at the top rankings. Now Spotify has just released its podcast ranking. So that will now become more important to be in that ranking and in the right category, but also aligned to that extremely important piece of real estate on the app and on the website, which is the Stripe, that carousel, which shows listeners also subscribe to, or you know, top podcasts in management based on your category. That then becomes vital because if I look at, for example, the top podcasts in education, and I'm looking at TED Talks Daily, which is number one, um, what's it going to show me? It's going to show me listeners also subscribe to TED Health, TED Business, TED Society and Culture. You know, these are highly aligned. All the TED podcasts are getting recommended. And then it's showing me all the podcasts in education. And the bandwidth is only six episodes, meaning that it only shows me the top six podcasts here. So you have to get in the top six. That's like page one of Google search results. You forget it. If you're in page two, you're invisible. So category choice is often the starting point of your success in growing the podcast audience. If you want more detail on this, go to episode four on how to rank podcasts. Category is the first C in the seven C's that I discuss in growing your podcast audience. In the last episode of this series about podcast SEO and podcast maps, I'm going to talk about 
metrics, how to find your podcast ranking, because this is actually quite difficult. But there are tools out there, and I'll share with you tips and how to use these tools, not just how to find them, but how to make them core to your reporting and analytics. I'm not talking about audience data. That's basic. If you listen to episode five, I talk about upstream, downstream. Sorry, that's episode four, upstream and downstream, how audience is really a, the lagging indicator of a leading indicator, which is ranking. So the one you can control is your ranking. So how do you do that? How do you get your ranking and measure it? on a regular basis. That's coming up in the next episode of Podcast Maps, season two, episode seven. My name's Graham Brown.